And welcome to Technology Tap. This is Professor J-Rod. On this episode, we're going to talk about authentication factors, the top five. We're going to go into discussion on each and every one. And I'm going to give you plenty of examples. Plus, I'm going to tell you which authentication factor is the best one. Let's get to it. All right, in the CompTIA A plus and Security Plus and Network Plus, of course, they talk about authentication factors. And the top five that we have for authentication factors is something that you know, something that you have, something that you are, somewhere where you are, and something that you do. Now let's take a look at each one, one by one. Something that you know is an authentication factor typically refer to a shared secret such as a password or even a pen. This is the least form of authentication. So it, fe it features password management features, password complexity, right? The using of upper case characters, lowercase characters, numbers, special characters. And when you do this type, something that you know type of method, uh, make sure you have a password expiration and users should change their password every 45 or 90 days. Government likes 45, regular businesses is 90 days. It is not uncommon for users to forget their password. So in many organizations, help desk professionals reset users' password on a regular basis. Password history and password reuse. Many users will prefer to use the same password over and over. We all know that people hate changing their password simply because it's easier to remember. So you must force that. And of course, we have to change all our default passwords on all our devices or software because they can be found on the internet. Next, we have something that you have. Something you have authentication factor refers to something you can physically hold. Smart cards are credit card size cards that use embedded microchips and a certificate to provide authentication. What are the requirements of a smart card embedded certificate? The embedded certificate holder uses a user's private key and is matched with the public key. You also have your PKI, public key infrastructure, which supports issuing and managing of certificates. Common access cards is a specialized smart card used by the US Department of Defense. It also includes a picture of the user and other readable information. So like for the military, and I have a, a lot of military students where they, you know, they're familiar with this card. And personal identification verification card is a specialized smart card 
used by U.S. federal agencies. It also includes a picture of the user and other readable information. Then you have your token or key fob. It is an electronic device about the size of a USB drive that displays a pin that changes every 30 to 60 seconds. Then we have something that you are. Uh, it's authentication factor, which uses biometrics for authentication. Biometrics methods are the strongest form of authentication because they are the most difficult for an attacker to falsify. Well, what other biometric methods? Well, fingerprint to prove the identity with the use of a fingerprint scanner. Retinal scanner scans the retina of one or both eyes and use the pattern of blood vessels at the back of the eye for recognition. Iris scanners use camera technologies to capture the patterns of the iris around the pupil for recognition. Voice recognition method identify who is speaking using speech recognition methods to identify different acoustic features. Facial recognitions, facial recognition systems identify people based on facial features. But the one thing that you do get on these is you get false acceptance or false rejection. So false acceptance, this is when a biometric system incorrectly identifies an unauthorized user as an authorized user and false rejection. This is when a biometric system incorrectly rejects an unauthorized user. So for example, I have a Dell machine that has a fingerprint that only works uh, about 60% of the time. The rest of the time I have to put the pin. It won't recognize my fingerprint. But you got to understand a lot of these things uh, don't really take your fingerprint. What they do is just take an image of it. So And then, then they compare it. Then They don't really take an actual fingerprint. So that's why a, a lot of these things, the rejection rate is a little bit higher. It's not like the police fingerprint, right? It's a uh, digital fingerprint, so it's a little different. And now, this. What if it's possible to get local fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? You can go to the gym in that free time. Well, Instacart gives unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than the other guys who nickel and dime you to death every time you use their app. Forget that one ingredient to make Sancocho? Instant Cart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in the area so you can save money, and every item is hand-selected according to your preferences. No more green platanos when you want a yellow ones. And they keep your eggs safe too. To start your 14-day trial, please click the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never set foot in a grocery store again. All right, we're back. And the next thing is somewhere where you are. Somewhere where you are, authentication factor identifies a user's location. Geolocation is a group of technologies used to identify a user's location and is the most common method used in this factor. So, for example, if I logged into my Gmail account, in New York and I decide I'm gonna take a plane to Los Angeles and I log into Gmail when I get to Los Angeles, most likely 
they are going to ask some kind of, you know, to prove who I am. Either like a, they're going to send something to my phone or they're going to send something to my recovery email that Gmail has to prove that it's me. Because they've never seen me logged in into L.A., so they need to prove that it's me. And that's a good feature. That's how they get a lot of people who try to, you know, take your your email. There's a lot of companies that are very good with that. I remember Citibank uh, called me asking me if I'm, if I'm in the Philippines because someone tried to log in with my username and password in the Philippines. And they had... They actually closed my account, had me rechange everything because there was somebody in the Philippines trying to access it. So there's a lot of companies uh, do a lot of this stuff based on geolocation. And then there's something that you do. The authentic- this authentication factor is the most diverse, but the least utilized. Uh, users perform a predefined action or series of action to authenticate so for example uh, we have those phones that uh, that has the screensaver that you have to draw a gesture on a touch screen or identify a word from an image of distorted text unique way somebody signs their name or rate of pressing keys on a keyboard so those are your five right something that you know something that you have something that you are which is biometric uh, somewhere where you are and something that you do. Now, this is do and multi-factor authentication. Of course, do is when you use two different factors of authentication, such as something that you have and something that you know. This is also referred to as two-step authentication. Then you have your multi-factor authentication when you're using two or more factors. Uh, for example, you can combine something that you are factor with one or more factors of authentication. And ladies and gentlemen, this type of two-factor authentication and a lot of these authentications that I just mentioned has been around for a long time. And I can tell you one of the most simple uh, two-factor authentication that's been around for a long time, and that is taking money out of the ATM, right? Something as simple as that. Because if you take money out of the ATM, you need the card, which is something that you have. And then you need the PIN, which is something that you know. Without both items, you cannot take money out of the ATM. And I know people are going to say, oh, but you could do it with your phone. It's still something that you have. Right? So, And then you're going to need the PIN. So, Or you could walk into the branch and with an ID get money. Okay, I get that. But I'm specifically stating that if you're going to use the ATM, you need the card and the pin. So this shows you that multi-factor or two-factor authentication has been around for many, many, many years. All right, that's going to do it all for today. And we talked about authentication factors, and this applies to A+, Network+, and Security+. I'd like to thank you for joining us, uh, and we'll see you in two weeks.
This has been a production of Little Cha Cha Productions. Art by Sarah. Music by Joe Kim.